welcome to Dominion Plus Life Podcast. This is a broadcast designed to empower you, equip you, and to inspire you to go deeper, go wider with the plan and the purpose of God and live your very best life. You know, sometimes we, we go in journeys of life and we get that unction, perhaps, that we want to be the God of our own life. And, you see... We try to live a life on our terms rather than with God's. And when we strive to live life on our terms, we declare that we are the God of our own life. Other words, that we come to the place, I got this. How many times you say, I got this. And you found out down the road you really didn't have it. You see, the prodigal son illustration is a great example of a dominion believer inspired to be the God of his own life. When he left his father's kingdom, he embarked on a quest to to, to play in the world's mud field. You know, we may have experience on our own life journey, well, we, we have our personal stories that, that of being the God of our own life and setting the stage of progressive deeds that proclaim it's my own, it's my prerogative. You see, the principalities and the powers of devil, he seeks to pursue people and persuade them to live outside of the remnant of the blessing, to prevent them from obtaining the excellent provisions that God has decreed for the faithful. You see, maintaining God's will brings you heavenly favor, proof of his faithfulness, and the best of of heaven's supply. Holding the goal of being the God of your own life, living on your own terms, as your perspective will close the door of God-centered encounters. You know, Paul, he tells us in Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 2, he tells us that we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiate and perfect our faith because of the joy awaits him. He endured the cross, he despised the shame, and now he's seated in the, right, in the place of honor be, beside God's throne. Obedience enables a dominion believer to encounter and and achieve God kind of realities and life. In the absence of it, it will open the door to curse images and a way its way of life. In Jesus' name, I decree. I decree that the power and provision of the obedience would dominate your thoughts and and heart and cause divine transformation in your personal Eden field. I command a renewed mind to manifest in all areas and aspects of your life. Now just go on and receive it in Jesus' name. You see many pioneers before us. 
They were transformed by God. The God God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And today is no exception. God is looking for opportunities to transform a man's life. All he's asking that you got to yield it to me. You see, the blind see, the deaf hears, and, and the lame walk, and the triumphant images advance and overthrow everything that has and has make, have, that has it a hold on you. And in other words, they, it will encounter the blood of the Lamb if we yield it. But we hold on to it, saying, I'm going to keep this, I like this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. God say, okay, when you're ready, come back to me. How many times have we said that? How many times say, Lord, I'm going to get it right, I'm going to get it right, and then you go back right in the same old mud. In Jesus' name, I erase every perspective in your heart and, and mind that is attracting negative outcome in your life and portraying it as the only reality that you have. You see, God is recreating. His original intent and purpose through this commissioning. And as well as eradicating the diluted and the counterfeited images from the lives of the Ecclesia. Things you thought it was the light and he's showing it in this hour that it was the darkness. You see, God wants to be a part of your life and offer you divine insight that will take you along the shiny path that he planned planned out for you from the beginning. You see, without Christ's intervention, Peter would have, he would have returned home empty-handed. In fact, when Peter chose to follow Christ, he made a life-altering decision that would have, have eternal consequence. Peter had toiled all night and taken nothing. It can be discouraging when you are fishing a long time without catching anything. Peter is is about to, to make some major decisions in his life. He's about to decide to do things God's way. But he first had to learn some valuable lessons. You see, you have an adversity that wish to gain access to your, your, your present, this present day, to destabilize you for your future. Destabilize your eating field so it will stagnate and have resistance and not harvest. Peter discovered that Doing things God's way has a payoff. Now Peter was Adam on extending his boat to Christ to empower people for, uh, from all walks of life to assist people from every generation. Now Jesus takes Peter's fishing and it's ironic that it is that he doesn't inquire a a fishing a fish finder. 
nor did he require assistance. But they also overload both boats with fish for the point it was sinking. No one ever served God without being rewarded by him. And Peter discovered this. And those rewards are due to we are hearkening and doing as he has told us. You know, Paul tells us in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verse 6, he said, Without faith is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, Peter, he, he, he discovered that doing things God's way will cost him something. Jesus urged Peter to go out into the deep. He's encouraging him to go out in the deep. He's encouraging him to follow the plan of God. This is more than simply pushing a a moderate portion of the earth outward. After working all night, Peter needs to put in a little more effort. You know, you might be at your faith project and you said this thing ain't moving, it's just staying. And, and it just requires more faith effort. You see, if a man, regardless of gender, wants to experience a defining moment, he must or she must, must go further, go deeper, go wider, go higher in pleasing God and doing what is right in his eyes. You see, many people who, who arrive into the kingdom of God want to live in the remnant where they used to live before they were redeemed. They said, yeah, I got this. I, I got my license um, that it, it is, I, I, I got rede- redeeming a license here. I am going to live eternity, but I ain't going to change my way. I'm going to still lie. I'm going to still, I'm going to still gospel. I'm going to still do the things that I want to do. And I hope God bless me. Have you done what he said? You see the story of Jonah. He, he, he demonstrates how quick things can spiral out of control. When we go about life on our own terms and without the blessing of God. You see a dominion servant or believer you may want to say is given a divine assignment and decides to change it to fit in their own desires and thoughts. Well I want to go this way. But God was taking you on a shiny path that will bring you victory, that will bring you blessings, that will bring you favor, that will open the doors for uncommon opportunities and unstoppable victory. But you said you want to do it your way. You see, Jonah had that mindset. In Jonah 1, verse 2 and 3, he tells us he's getting instructions from God. He said, Arise and go to Nineveh, the the great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness have come up to me. But Jonah, he arose and fled to Tarsus. 
from the presence of the Lord and he went down to Jada and found a ship going to Tarsus. And so that he paid the fare and he went down into it and to go with them to Tarsus from the presence of the Lord. He got a visitation in a huge fish belly after orchestrating a reckless decision. How many times that we, we make these reckless decisions and then all of a sudden we have visitations wasn't meant for you, but because you decide that I'm going to live life on my own terms and this is what it would produce. God's blessing leads us to a path uh, or a place of stability, a place of safety, rather than to a place of doom and gloom. It's valid. We yield, we listen, we do what God wants and has instructed us to do. And when we try to reason with God, we are merely engaging in a self-declared disobedience. You see, our righteousness, devotion, will require us to yield our attitude towards God's purpose. Make the exchange. You see, we get, we get this understanding when the scripture promise tells us with great clarity that Jonah was given specific tasks by God, but he refused to complete it. So therefore, he attempted to flee from the Lord. The Lord. He said, I'm getting away from. How many times you ran from God? You see, the sole reason why Jonah refused to go to Nineveh and to minister to the Syrians was that he did not like them. He despised them with great passion. Get this illustration with great clarity. The Syrians were were cruel, they were brutal, they were wicked people. For example, after defeating the city, they will burn it down and, and adopt the women and children to serve as slaves. And they will cut off their prisoner hands and feet and burn them at the sake to torture them. When we see why Jonah, he despised the Sirius and didn't want to repent and reconcile them to God. You see, some dominion believers in, in this present day don't want to see people become free and right with God. And they will hold back the, the, the illumination of the word. If this describe you, please ask Ananiah to cleanse your heart and mind. For Jesus came to set the captivity free. You see, instead of going to Nineveh, Jonah goes the opposite direction. How many of us has taken a detour in the wrong direction and attempted to conceal it? You see, the harvest field of a man is a representation of his obedience. 
when we obey God's command, we will reap divine benefits that will mirror his beautiful expansion of his goodness. Jonah's life began to fall apart after he disobeyed God's will. You see, if we deliberately disobey God's will, we will face a stormy and terrible times. We see that this template in the early children of Israel lives as well, and as well as David's life. You see, God promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and their descendants would inherit Canaan. The early Israelites, on, on the other hand, refused to accept God's plan for capturing the promised land in Numbers, the 13th chapter. And the Israelites disobeyed God's command and they were forced to wander in the wilderness for 40 years and until everyone over the age of 20 died in the wilderness. Both obedience and disobedience are costly. But only obedience produced God's goodness as our outcome. David's template, it reminds us how he didn't obey God's command. His family was torn apart. You see, divine obedience will shift the atmosphere and create an environment that grows the goodness of God. You know, my earthly mother, she was tired of seeing the curse rule her family. And she envisioned having children who would be God-conscious. And she did this by instilling godly morals in our lives and, and demanding that her children be vessels, becoming defenders of moral value. And it didn't happen overnight. But how would she exercise bulldog faith to obtain her desires and, and make them a reality. God is powerless in the presence or in the absence, perhaps in the absence of your obedience. You see, the miraculous is triggered by obedience to the truth. Your obedience is a glorious weapon to conquer and to receive divine encounters with his goodness. Your obedience gets God's attention every time. Exodus the 19th chapter verse 5 it tells us if you obey me fully and keep my, co my covenant then out of all of the nations you will be a treasure, my treasure possession. And although the, all through the whole earth is mine. All of it's mine. God wants to give you far more than you think. It starts with the obedience. 
You see, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verse 58, he tells us, be strong and irremovable. Always work enthusiasm for the Lord. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. So get rid of those ideas that it's okay to be the God of your own life. Living on your own terms. Be determined that you will demonstrate effectiveness on your dominion journey. And that they absolutely submit to God's way and ask him to lead you on that shiny path that he already prepared for you. Keep in mind that our obedience can act as a curse defender or a curse defensive weapon and attract glorious heaven realities. Declare today that the era of doing things based on your own perspective is over. And be desperate enough to allow God's way to become your only reality. Expect the kingdom to release a greater dimension of the life of God in you, through you, and upon you. And be that effective kingdom heir that God has willed you to be. Thank you for joining us this week. And may God bless you richly and wonderfully. If you want the most updates, details, follow us on Instagram at Dominion Plus Life or on Clubhouse. Check back soon for another uplifting message. And don't forget, you were created to be God's agent of hope and love in your generation. Let's reason together and let's declare his glory to all kinder of people. Let's do the works that Jesus sent us to do. Hallelujah. Let's model the kingdom and let's be modern day Christ-central servants of God that bring hope, healing, and a cure and impart the wisdom strategies right from the Word of God. Love you all. God bless you. And those of you who want to get my new book, it should be available soon. It is the era of the divine turnaround time. Hallelujah. Bless you and hope to see you on Friday at a webinar like no other. Shalom, shalom, shalom.